Yeah. We've canceled everything with my synagogue through April, so that included the uh, community Passover Seder. Oh, yeah? And instead they're going to do uh, try to do a live stream, like Zoom call, I guess, something with everybody oh. for Passover, but... Because that starts on uh, the night of the 8th. Oh, yeah, that's right. When it becomes nighttime, then it's the next day, so... That's right. <sighs> yes. I've seen plenty of memes mm. going around about, like, I didn't realize I was giving up this much for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, turns out. Yeah. Turns out. Some stuff I've seen is like, everybody's being forced now to go on a, to do Shabbat. You have to stay <laughs> home. You can't go anywhere. You're just chilling. Uh-huh. Especially when it's like you're barely doing anything. There's nothing to buy. <laughs> yep, can't see people, can't go visit, <laughs> you know, you just have to stay home. <laughs> like interesting way to think about it, but when it's every day, then it's like I, I understand it's it's nice and special, but still, please let it end. And welcome to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, and I will be reviewing part two of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So if you haven't read the whole book yet, then you are at severe risk for spoilers. If you've been listening along with our past seasons, you probably know what I'm about to say, but to any newcomers, I want to officially inform you that by listening to the second episode each season, you earn your rank of most valuable listener. Anyone can check in for the new book announcement, or just listen to the movie review, but those of you who are here with us for the second book section, you're really getting to the meat of things, even for a short book like this. So, my heartfelt thanks, and let's rejoin our chat already in progress. Are you guys on, like, full lockdown? No. It's it's the, the highly suggested stay-home yeah. stuff. Yeah. But nobody's making people stay home, which means whenever I do go out... Uh-huh. I'm like, there's still way too many people out here. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I think they officially put Dallas County on lockdown today because, you know, it's Dallas. I'm like, well, I'm not sick. <laughs> I'll yeah. just go out. I can't right? not go out and eat food. Well, you can't really eat food here, so you can get drive through and that's it. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, the things I would go out and do, I am not allowed to do because they close them. Awesome. Because I had a plan, like, I'll go to the movies, I'll just go when nobody's there, and I'll sit in the front row. Yeah. Or in my front row, and I'll just take some Lysol wipes and wipe down all the things I said. <laughs> I think that would have worked. It but then fun. they're like, oh, yeah, now, now we're closed temporarily till maybe April. Maybe forever. Nah, it won't be forever. <sighs> Where's my quick time? I move all my monitors and stuff around so I got my work computer set up. Yeah, St. Louis is pretty well shut down. Like yeah. the county and city. Yeah. Yeah. Starting, I read the museum tomorrow. Crap, were shut down because I got an email from the art museum about it since I'm still a member. Because I'm like, I like that art museum, so I'll give you money each year. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're closing down till like the middle of April. Yeah. And we'll see if it's later than that. But yeah. They're like, since nobody, since they made, since the government said no more than 50 people can be in the place together, we can't really police that. So we're going to close. Right. See you in the future. <laughs> if you bought tickets to our exhibit, we'll refund them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the running community is devastated. I've had so many races canceled. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. Well, you guys can still go out and run. No, we can. But not in races. Right. We can do it on our own, but. I was supposed to do a marathon next weekend, which honestly it's probably yeah. fine since I was not trained for it. Yeah, I was going to suffer yeah, through it. Be but doing that. No, canceled. <laughs> canceled. They're like, just do it next year instead. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So book, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, book. Crazy times is a book. Crazy times. What did yes. you think about the rest of our um, fearful and loathing-ish trip in Vegas? It's a fucking insane trip, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Somehow I, I feel like the second half was less eventful. Yeah. It really seems like... Uh, yeah, it's just more like crazy trip crap and like, oh my god, all this drugs, <laughs> right. maybe I... What the hell? You know? But it's not quite as much like... <laughs> I, I, I think, variance, I think I they thought. were getting low on drugs. I think that's <laughs> yeah. what, what happened. I think so. Uh-huh. Yep. You know? But hey, man, s- trying to buy trying to buy an ape. <laughs> that's always a highlight for me, you know? Why have we not tried this when we were in, in Vegas, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, that was my general takeaway, too. And maybe that is the point, but it felt kind of mm-hmm. like he's like, I'm getting kind of tired of this. Like, I'm yeah, tired. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Definitely. I'll I mean, there's only so much account. you can do, and it's like... This has even really been worth it. <laughs> right. Like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's like, I can't tell you, friend. I don't live in late, you know, early 70s counterculture road trip. And, you know, I don't right. do not do that. So. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Instead, I live in COVID-19 land. Totally different. <laughs> Completely different. Yeah. Way less uh, intense. But with its own challenges. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so, shall we get into some details? Sure. Sure. Yeah, jump right in. So, we jump right back in. And our hero is about mm-hmm. 20 miles east of Baker with mm-hmm. a sudden and intense urge to shoot with a gun something, anything. Especially if it's one of those goddamn iguanas. Especially. Um, <laughs> accidentally fires off three rounds at nothing, but uh, takes stock of his drug bag. And since we went through it last time, I wanted to update everybody the state of his drug supply. Mm, so, perfect. Perfect. Um, we need to know. The stash was a hopeless mess, all churned together and half crushed. Some of the mescaline pellets had disintegrated into a reddish brown powder, but I counted about 35 or 40 still intact. My attorney had eaten all the reds, but there was quite a bit of speed left. No more grass. The Coke bottle was empty. One acid blotter, a nice brown lump of opium hash, and six loose amyls. Not enough for anything serious, but a careful rationing of the mescaline would probably get us through <laughs> the four-day drug conference. So, mm-hmm. not that much. Only enough for four days. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he still goes to a local druggist to um, get some more supplies. Um considers many more options he might be able to get but kind of changes his mind after reading a story about a guy on PCP who apparently pulled his own eyeballs out. Oh. Yeah. Lovely, right? You know. Florida man. That's just what you do. do. (laughs) Yeah. The one thing stopping everyone from pulling their eyeballs out is the pain associated with it. (laughs) I would imagine so. That's the only thing stopping me. I mean, come on. Yeah. I just want to take it out and pop it back in all the time. I mean, right. Um, based on his, you know, shenanigans from part one, he decides it's a good idea to ditch the red shark, but decides to get another big white convertible, which, you know, the white whale, uh, mm-hmm. while he's at the airport, uh, waiting for his lawyer to arrive from LA. Uh, he was very upset when they're offering him a Mercedes cause he is not a goddamn Nazi. Like, come on, <laughs> give me something American. Totally. <laughs> And then, you know, as he's driving off, imagines the scene when the credit card company finally calls asking about his declined card. I'm like, well, he mm-hmm. told me he was a baseball player for the St. Louis Browns. <laughs> there was your first hint. They were already in Baltimore by then. <laughs> yeah. And, like, this particular part had a lot of St. Louis references, so. Mm-hmm. That was neat. Yeah. St. Louis represent. Yeah, I guess. So we were also represented in some COVID nineteen videos I watched about how to deal with pandemics. Yeah. Because the great nineteen eighteen examples are Philadelphia ignored all the medical advice and held a parade which infected like two hundred thousand people within like two days. Yeah. Where St. Louis was like, We're shutting the shit down, we're not doing that. We're closing crap down, no more than fifty people, all the stuff we're doing now. And they're like the two examples held up 
for like how you deal with pandemics. So it's like, hooray, St. Louis represent, I guess. A positive example for once. (laughs) You're right. Yep. (laughs) Yes. So he checks in at the Flamingo, which I've been to there. Yeah. They have a very cold pool. Do they? Yes. I don't think I've been in the Flamingo. I've just been by it. Yeah. Um, I have been to the Sahara and Circus Circus. Yeah. uh, I did not buy a gorilla. The uh, the drug conference is being held across the street at the Dunes, which is not a thing anymore. I know, mm. it's sad. But, you know, the place is still swarming with cops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they all look like cops. <laughs> yep. The picture made that very clear. <laughs> and there's a note of how paranoid he would have been if he didn't already know that there was a convention in town. He'd be like, oh no. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, right. this is the final stakeout. All cops are here. <laughs> And, Every uh, single one. He's enjoying the scene as a random cop fucker is denied his reservation and luxuriates as the hotel clerk gets to reverse the usual power structure with him. Yeah. He's like, I should have had a reservation. He's like, I'm sorry you didn't follow the rules, sir. I'm sorry, <laughs> sir. <laughs> he likes it so much he's going awesome. to have to cut in and gamble on the fact that his attorney had actually made a reservation just so he could rub the cop's nose in it, too. Mm-hmm. Look at this goddamn hobo as reservation and a handful of credit cards, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a note. I'm like, I wonder if this will later haunt him. But spoiler, it does not. Yeah. Does anything? Mm-mm. Basically, no. To, yeah. to shortcut it, the rest of the discussion, no. Basically, <laughs> no. <laughs> nothing has any consequences. Nothing has mattered. Significant. Yeah. A lot of sound and fury signifying nothing. <laughs> um, so they show him up to his room where he literally runs into a lady who's staying there. Who turns out to be just some random lady that his lawyer met on a flight and pumped up with LSD. Oh. Like you do. Like you do. Yeah, Of course. <laughs> Doesn't everyone do this on their, uh, on their flights? This is what you call a friendly passenger. Yes. Yeah. A yeah. great date. <laughs> and uh, she and uh, Raul, Mr. Duke, kind of circle each other, kind of figuring each other out. Uh, basically, finds out she's a Jesus freak who never even had a drink, but does like to draw portraits of Barbara Streisand, like frequently. Mm-hmm. And he decides uh, that's probably not a good idea because she's like one Jesus fueled moment of clarity away from admitting to the whole thing. <laughs> so he's trying to shock his attorney into doing something about it. He's like, you know what? Here's what we'll do. Okay, we'll rent a room. We'll just start pimping her out to everybody. <laughs> or oh, I guess know. we could also kill her and feed her to lizards. So <laughs> I think that's the better option. Here. <laughs> Seems uh, to always come back to that as his like final final plan. Yeah, just in case I can always just cut this kid's just, head off. Just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. Just kill him. Well, it's that it's that sort of anxious desperation, you know. I guess. Right. Yeah. All else fails. So just go to the most extreme option. Yep. Um. So instead, they managed to get her a reservation at the Americana, which I don't think is a thing anymore either. Is that the one that turned into the stratosphere or something like that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let me Google it. Google's. And the stratosphere now wants to be. Oh, we're just the strat. What a terrible idea. It is, actually. I'm like, that's a stupid name. The Strat. Americana Las Vegas. The Stratosphere. Tell me about yourself. Always comes up with new ways to terrify you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, here's a roller coaster that shoots you off over the edge of the building. Or some spinny chairs. That also spin you off the edge of the building. (laughs) The only Americana in Las Vegas is a, a restaurant on the lake. Hmm. So I guess that's what the name became. Maybe so. Maybe it's gone gone to the annals of time. But anyway, that seems to happen. They get that lady a reservation, and then give some bellboy like fifteen dollars to make sure she gets there. Which again, I'm like nineteen seventies money was way different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But bellboys were way different. <laughs> These bellboys yes. do a lot of shit for you for not much yeah. money. For real. Yeah. They're like the fans only of their time. But either way, upon returning to the hotel, they already have a message from her to call her back right away. 
she's already freaking out. But uh, our hero, keep calling him that, our hero manages to convince the hotel clerk she's just a little messed up. Like, part of a drug field study they're running. He's like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets the lawyer to call her back and tell him, or no, I'm sorry. Lawyer says that he told her the two of them had been headed out to the desert to fight to the death over her. And that he assumed she was now waiting for him to claim her. <laughs> Which yeah, just adds to the, the list of things that shouldn't have worked. Right. <laughs> like, at Agreed. All. So. Yeah, no consequences for anything. At all. None. <laughs> it's like, fine. I'll try this. Like, they roll a natural 20 on everything in this whole book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just try to convince her that we're going to duel to the death in the sands. Like, all right. Uh, That worked? It totally worked. It totally (laughs) did. So, um, he considers to just run away. Like, he's imagining the scene where they're put on trial for filling this poor, sweet girl full of drugs. And then doing, you know, whatever to her. Unspeakable things. Unspeakable things. Yeah. I really like that section. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it's a section here I wanted to read about it yeah, no jury would doubt her testimony especially when it came stuttering out through a fog of tears and obscene acid flashbacks and the fact that she couldn't recall precisely what we had done to her would make it impossible to deny I like that a lot <laughs> right <laughs> that's just more proof of all the evil that they did yep so the attorney pretty much consi- or pretty convinced that he's serious about leaving. So he calls Lucy, which I should have mentioned about three minutes ago. That girl's name was Lucy, oh. mm-hmm. like LSD. So it was. But, but oh, it was actually Lucy. Yeah. I should have made those connections. Yeah, I think even the attorney said her name's Lucy, like Lucy in the sky. But mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> so he calls up Lucy. Tells her that, you know, he kicked uh, Raul's head in and left him in the desert. And that she should probably get out of town because she's probably being tracked by the police because of a bad check. (laughs) They cash for their room and that he's moving to the Tropicana and that he'll call her with his new room number. But don't call him at all. Like, we'll just go to the Circus Circus later. Mm -hmm. And then, oh no, the cops are breaking in and he does a kind of a radio drama over the phone. (laughs) Where he gets the shit kicked out of him by the police. So again, like roll for perception, <laughs> natural twenty. Just kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have a scene where they do um, adrenochrome, which I went and looked up, but seems kind of something not to mess with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which the attorney yeah. got from a Satanist client, I guess, as payment instead of the human blood he was offering him. That's what it sounded like. Uh, yeah. And it sends him, like, directly into a death spiral of drug-induced. <laughs> like, paralysis and, like, psychosis. Kind of insane. Like, uh, it's like, we could just chew on a penal gland instead, but I guess this is mm-hmm. the next best thing. So... <laughs> It's some kind of concentrated adrenaline juice, I guess. Like, the Google says it's a chemical compound produced by the oxidation of adrenaline. So weird. (laughs) Pretty crazy. (laughs) Seems to be the worst thing they've done up to this point. Yeah. Just from the immediate fallout. But then, you know, they seriously discuss their options for getting Red Snapper for dinner. Even though they still have no plan for the drug convention they're supposed to go to the next day. <laughs> Yo-yoing from one thing to the other. Yeah, seriously. Everything at every moment is the most important thing they're dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they do go to the conference. Um, the attorney wears his pinstripe suit and uh, Raul Duke is in his, his madras blazer. And spends the whole time looking down his nose at the speaker setup. Like he's been to mm-hmm. random concerts in Seattle with better sound designs. And they were just playing for a bunch of druggies. Um, <laughs> made up drug knowledge. Like the hierarchy of hipness. Like first right. you're square. But then you're sort of hip. 
then you're cool or whatever. Forgot the actual progression, but um, general vernacular that was used, like "gosh darn these drug users," "gosh darn them." The heck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, all the people gathered there. Like he'd seen them before in Easy Rider. These Midwesterners from the outback. <laughs> really good picture. <laughs> you know, Vegas people is what he's seeing there. Like Vegas people. Yeah. Yeah. So they listen to a bit of the speeches, but, you know, they are quickly fed up with these hypotheses. Like, the cops didn't even know where to find the stuff, let alone what it really did. Really did. So <laughs> they just fuck off. They're like, no, it's all right. Yeah. And I mean, like, the, the same stuff is, like, still being spouted as of uh, the late 90s in the D.A.R.E. program. True. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> Like, it hasn't really come that far. <laughs> true. Very true. Like, if someone answers, offers you a drug, just say no. Yep. Who Who is just offering you random drugs? <laughs> I'm led to believe everybody at all times. Yeah, where do you find these people? <laughs> Seriously, I'm asking. Good question. Yeah. I'm seriously asking. Mm. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, they extend, instead escape down to the bar, and they spend some time, you know, basically winding up a sheriff from Georgia, like, going on about all the Satanists, <laughs> Satanists they have out in California, who go around killing people for their blood and their penal glands. Because, <laughs> you know... P- penial? Penial? Penal? Penial? I'm going to go with penal. I like that penal, penal glands. Sure. They're yeah, vast, okay. vast deferences. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I just I want to I want to take a second to point out um, that was as much time as he spent on the drug conference, right? <laughs> That's it. Like yep. the four day drug conference, uh-huh. they sat in there for a little while. Yep. Mm-hmm. They heard like one person speak, I think, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, I have to get the fuck out of here." <laughs> yes, it's um, longer than they spent at the motorcycle race. That's absolutely true. <laughs> yes. So. The the work ethic. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. off the charts. Yeah. Well, Fantastic. Listen, I don't think he's going to be able to look up the results of the conference in the paper tomorrow, though, so he might be in a spot <laughs> of trouble. But Right. <laughs> I do like how they're, like, uh, teasing this other guy with things that have just happened to them recently. Like, oh, man, we have all these Satanists out here all the time, <laughs> and they're always offering us blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always. <laughs> Um, they're like, don't tell anyone. We've been cutting their heads off. That's the only way to do it. Like, cut their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> and they just walk away with the sheriff, like his head in hand. Like, oh my god, am I gonna be able to do this? Like, they're coming for me next. <laughs> so they head out and do some impromptu drag racing on the strip. Um, after the attorney has leaned out the window to both do the big spit. And uh, try to sell heroin to the car next to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So they run away uh, from them. There's a momentary worry that the angry o- Okies in the other car would complain to the cops. But he's like, listen, even if they did report us, that's too weird. The police would be like, no one's crazy <laughs> enough to do that. Right. <laughs> no one's going to like do no that. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Who would just try to sell heroin out of the car window? There's like no way. <laughs> there was like no way. <laughs> so maybe because of the quick maneuvering they had to do to leave the other car behind, or maybe the tendency to roll over when he takes a corner, he's like, I need to fill these tires up better. <laughs> <laughs> so he pumps the tire up to 75 PSI when the gas station guy's like, these take like 23. Right. I don't think that's wise. It's not wise at all. It is, of course, a parallel parallel to himself pumping himself full of drugs, like we said in chapter one. Like he should be dead already. Yeah, the human body has only got twenty three psi, but he's already at a hundred. Good call. (laughs) He's like, I think it should go up to a hundred, but then the guy's like, "You're on your own, man. Like these are going to blow up." And again, he's like, well, it doesn't matter. If they blow up, we'll just ask the VIP vendors. Be like, listen, these damn wheels blew up. <laughs> Get them replaced. And charge the St. Louis Browns. 
Exactly. <laughs> the Browns will totally pay. Anyway. They take a jaunt up to North Vegas, which is described as the East St. Louis of Las Vegas. <laughs> which tells me everything I need to know about it. Like <laughs> Absolutely. Indeed. You don't go there by accident. <laughs> you you really don't. He said it's where the undesirables go once they've been blacklisted from Vegas proper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they hang out in a diner until, you know, the attorney threatens a waitress with a knife after being rebuked for, you know, casually asking her for, I think, anal sex via that's, a paper That's napkin. what it seemed like. Yeah. Unless, unless, yeah. That's the only, just just yeah. as an aside, I don't, I don't know if I talked about this before, but like, like whoa, have whoa, you whoa, ever whoa. been before around you go into somebody it, like this? <laughs> I was waiting to see what the connection was going to be. Like, speaking of anal sex, guys, quick oh, aside. No, no. Okay. okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no have I'm you ever just, been around a saying, guy? Have you ever been around a guy who's like a loose cannon like that? Like, you really don't know what he's going to do. And uh, it's it's very anxiety-inducing. <laughs> right? I like can't to, say that I have. To just be going, going about your life with somebody that you really don't know what the fuck they're going to do next. Like, is he going to yeah, order the grand slam, or is he going to proposition the waitress? Like, what's going to happen? And then, and then pull a fucking knife on her, and then, <laughs> uh, and then cut the receiver off the phone so right. she can't call the cops. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Like, like, why is he traveling with this guy? <laughs> uh, the bankroll. <laughs> he does seem to have a lot of the money. Mm-hmm. I don't really. Yeah, know. but I mean, if you can just if you can just write a bad check for everything, <laughs> that's true. Or use a bad credit card. Technology, um, like modern technology, would have cut this adventure off very early. But that's yep. true. As far as check validation and checks <laughs> clearing or credit cards clearing, but no, I don't think I've ever been around someone like that. Like the closest I can think of is uh, just because it involves a phone. Like one of my roommates in college. I had for one semester was really into Nora Jones. Whenever my girlfriend would call, he'd be annoyed because I'd talk to her. One day Nora Jones was on The Daily Show when Danielle called me and he ripped the fucking phone out of the wall because he's like, you cannot talk to her right now. <laughs> what? Literally out of the wall. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I guess I will go into the common area and call on my cellular phone. Cellular? <laughs> yeah. Or I could have told her I'd call her back, but this is also an option. But then he was cool after that. It was fine. Like <laughs> It's just Nora Jones, you know. You know. Yeah. He just needed a minute. He just needed yeah, a minute. Yeah, I don't minute. think I've never lived with anyone quite like that. <laughs> Maybe I'm lucky. Yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. He does uh, keep her from uh, doing much of anything by chopping that phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I like the next section a lot because it kind of transitioned to a found tape section. Yeah. Like the editor's note is like, we couldn't read any of this shit. So he just, we just used the, you know, transcription from the tape they sent in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're driving out of town, I guess. And they pass a drive through taco stand. <laughs> where they pull into and heavily interrogate the the poor lady at the window about the Mexicanness of the tacos and right. the, like the philosophy of it being a taco burger or a burger taco <laughs> on offer to them. <laughs> and uh, they tell her they're looking for the American dream, so she calls out to the cook to ask him about it, which just made me laugh. Like she really yeah. just asked the can you find the American American dream. <laughs> And there's a lot of attempts at giving directions to maybe a club called Philosophy, which I guess he thinks they're trying to find a club called the American Dream. Apparently. Uh, he's like, yeah, there used to be a place. If you kind of go down Tropicana and you kind of take right, and they have 24-hour-a-day <laughs> violence there. And at this point, I'm like, oh. I seriously question whether I'm missing out on a lot of drug code words. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like should I have also assumed they were talking about a club somewhere where they're going to get a bunch of drugs or... What's going on? <laughs> so they take that guy's directions, and upon arrival, find a concrete slab and are advised the place burned down like three years ago. 
Mm. So, pretty awesome. Mm. So much for that. <laughs> that club's been dead for three years. Dun, dun, dun. Ah. What? <laughs> oh, no. But I just gave it a ride home in my car. <laughs> <laughs> but who was phone? <laughs> right. Where were you when American Dream was kill? <laughs> yep. So cut to the next morning. Uh, Raul is taking the attorney to the airport in a bit of a rush. He's like, well, I knew the airport <laughs> was less than 30 minutes away, so we left 30 minutes beforehand or whatever. Like, <laughs> And I really identified with this part because he like just missed a turn that put him on the wrong side of the tarmac. I'm like, oh, oh no. God, I need to be right there. Like, I'm And you have to go it. all the way around to come out to go back in again. He's like, no time to go around. I'll just drive through. Right. Because <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> so, yeah, he drives down the embankment and up the other side. And it's like, we're past the point of debating the wisdom of this. Like, it was already done, and our only hope was to get to the other side. Like, basically the summary of the whole book. Like, it's yeah. already too late. Just... Just drive across the runway. Just it's go. Fine. Just go for it. But just try mm-hmm. to get there before the plane lands on top of you. <laughs> yeah, and you know he drops the attorney basically right off at the plane, which is super convenient. It is, <laughs> right? It really is. Back when you could still had to go up like a stairs, I guess, to get on the airplane. So you could just drop them off on the they runway. Did. Yeah, I've used to do. I had to do stairs actually in Italy last year. Apparently, some places still do them a lot. Yeah. I remember uh, when I was a kid, we did them. I don't think I've ever been on them, but I know they exist. They sure do. If you drew, if you flew into Kirksville, you'd have to take them. Yeah, yeah, because they had a tiny airport, super tiny. <laughs> I never used it because it scared me in its tininess. <laughs> You're um, historically proven to be right about that. Like a yeah. plane crash there. Didn't they have that crash there when we were there? That really killed big, all those people. One? Yeah. Yeah, jeez! Oh, like a year after I left, that was the yeah. same flight that Danielle Danielle used to take up too. Oh, oh Jesus! Yeah, well, I like, wasn't there anymore. I knew that guy. Anymore. Like he seemed kind kind of shaky sometimes. Like, oh no, yeah, kind of oh, weird. Not good. <laughs> not, oh no, not good at all. <laughs> but anyway, you know, he's dropped off his ride. He collects his Uber tip or whatever and heads out. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He's driving away and like sees some young girls. He's like, oh, you know. To be young. <laughs> and they kind of have a secondhand story about a hippie guy who was kind of making his way through Vegas just to see it and was arrested and held for seven or eight days for vagrancy. And I feel like they put that in to kind of prove his point. Like, in Vegas, you get busted for small stuff. But when you completely break all the rules, they kind of leave you alone. Like, no one would actually just do that. Like, what are we going to do about him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, um, heads back to the Tropicana, has some thoughts about all the movements and cults of personality that sprang up after Timothy Leary, like the Hells Angels or the Manson family, and the personal fallout of people coming down from peace, love, and drugs. Mm-hmm. Something about the Altamont incident, which I was too lazy to come back and look up again, but is that like that one concert the Stones were at that they had to be airlifted out of, Altamont? I don't know. Oh. That is a good question. Maybe. I was also too lazy to look that up. <laughs> yeah. More questions than answers. That's what we've got. Yeah. But I, I kind of got the gist of it, basically saying, like, the the counterculture couldn't survive because uh, there were, like, they couldn't really unify after mm-hmm. a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like, the really far left. Yeah. The, the sort of uneducated versus the educated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. The killing of Meredith Hunter at Altamont was captured on film in Gimme Shelter, the documentary of the Stones' 1969 tour, which opens with Miss Jagger viewing the footage in an editing room several months later. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy. That's heavy. Totally hmm. heavy. That is very heavy. Yeah. But yeah, that did seem kind of to paint his generation in not so great a light. Like, he calls them basically a generation of permanent cripples. Mm-hmm. Failed seekers who never understood the essential old mystic fallacy of the acid culture. The desperate assumption that somebody, or at least some force, is tending the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like, oh. 
I feel sad, Raul. Yeah. Mr. Duke, come on. So, uh, I kind of forgot his name for half the book. (laughs) Well, it's not his real name. I'm like, oh yeah. No, I just figured it was normal, just like, kind of nameless character that you don't really think about, even though they have a name. Yeah. And I'm like, oh wait, this guy has an interesting name. Whoopsies. (laughs) Yeah. It was kind of weird when they called him Hunter at the one point. It's like, I'm looking for a Hunter yeah. Thompson. He's like, I don't know that dude. Yep. Right. But I guess it, it, it served him well, like not going under his actual name while he's been here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then we kind of have like a flashback to a run in with the maid who had discovered them both naked while trying to clean up the room. Like, mm-hmm. she just wants to change Surprise. the seats. But the attorney's been throwing up in his shoes and then on her, and then he's, like, strangling her, like you do. (laughs) (laughs) She's seen too much, she has to die, or whatever, but... (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of that. Yeah. They managed to convince her that they're just deep undercover, uh, despite literally being naked at the time, um, and in need of her (laughs) services. They gotta get the real deal. We gotta get you in on this. So we're going to add you to the payroll and give her a code word or something. And a made-up politician named, Ar- I think, made-up? Arthur Rock, who she should contact <laughs> later. She's like, Sounds oh. made up. Basically, the thing that gets her is the amount of money they're going to give her every month. She's like, that would help out a lot. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It seems to be his go-to strategy this time. Like, It's like flashing his badge from the drug conference and just being like, listen, it's all part of a secret operation. Yep. Look here. Like, okay. You can trust me. <laughs> okay, great. He even noted, like, she sees him later and just kind of gives him the nod or whatever, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, okay, good. Um, He gets a call from a friend, Bruce, who's not been mentioned up until now, as far as I can recall. Yeah. And I gather mm-hmm. as some kind of a Canadian musician guy. He's like, hey, there's an ape available for purchase. He's sitting at the bar at the Circus Circus <laughs> right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> but they're asking more than he he I guess dealed them down to the day before. Like <laughs> Again, I'm like I got to assume this is like some code for like a drug dealer or like some drug purchase he was trying to make. Like, no, be. I think he was really trying to buy an ape. <laughs> he could have been. Like that's just as plausible in my mind, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yes, and I like the scene where he's driving over to the circus circus and hops out and hands his car over to the valet. He's like, uh, should I put this open drink on ice for you? He's like, yeah, yeah that'd be great. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, Bruce, I'm headed out. I got everything I need. The ape is already gone, but I'm out. Mm-hmm. And there's like a uh, another mini flashback to Bruce being accosted by a... a uh, Redacted astronaut after one of his sets, mm-hmm. and let's just say it's Neil Armstrong. I don't know because of his yeah, non-patriotic like lyrics. Mm-hmm. I figured it was him or Buzz. Like at this point, it's got to be one of them. Like Buzz seems like the kind of getting an altercation, but I don't know if he'd be that upset about lyrics. So, right. So you don't like it, you can go back to Canada, and he's like, "Listen, buddy, I'm from America, and I agree with everything." Yep. But. He's quickly escorted out by some guards. Again, he flashes his convention badge. He's like, listen, I'm out. Drives mm-hmm. off in his white whale, which he makes note is not functioning too well after a water test. Oh, yeah. In Lake Me. It's <laughs> 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 <was> pretty great. <laughs> he gathers up all his stuff and returns the car, which is completely beaten to hell. To some- I, I just want to point out, like... Uh- like earlier, he's talking about what am I a goddamn Nazi about the Mercedes? Uh-huh. Like, no, I'm not going to drive a Mercedes. And then when he's turning the car in, he's like, "This fucking Detroit garbage." <laughs> right. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly right. After he's beaten the shit out of it, <laughs> right? I felt very sad for that poor kid at the VIP counter. Like, I've been that guy. <laughs> and I just like the uh, the uh, story in the grace notes here, like in between the lines of what must have happened to it. Like, <laughs> he's like, "What the hell did you do?" He's like, "Well, if you look right here in the paperwork, we insured this, so bye." <laughs> right. Two dollars a day. Two dollars a day. 
I was reminded of a bit that uh, Louis C.K. had about <laughs> rental cars. Basically, he's like, the thing I learned is that you can just return them anywhere. Like, they want you to return it to the place, but they also want the car back. So what are they going to do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I parked the car at the terminal and didn't realize I hadn't returned it right until I was on the plane. I'm like, oh, by the way, your car is over there. And he's like, you can't do that. And he's like, okay, well, I'm already on the plane. And I'm not coming back, so if you want it, that's where it is. <laughs> okay. And Top Gear has a like kind of a running joke that uh, uh, like the fastest car in the world is a rental car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like many many jokes about like okay we're going to race a boat versus the fastest car in the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Rental car with insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Truth. Truth. They're always racing around in that like uh, reasonable economy car too. So yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, he's doing his best to lay low in the airport with all the cops also making their way home at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, you know, pre nine eleven, it pretty much works out. He's like. I mean, I was walking through with a gun in my bag, but I was like, man, all this <laughs> hardware sales stuff is tough. <laughs> no one even bothered him. Yep. He makes it on the plane, noting without anything more than just some bad vibes. And right. the, the whole thing kind of wraps up in a non-climactic realization, like that the drug convention was really just an excuse for the police to come take a vacation. And no one learned everything. No one learned anything except that the police were about 10 years behind the drug scene. And that no one really cared about LSD anymore. And that downers Mm -hmm. had been ushered in with Nixon. And people were really into whatever fucked you up currently. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. I agree with that. He hops off the plane in Denver and beelines for the druggist where he uses his Doctor of Divinity ID to get a hold of (laughs) animals right away. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, I I love that. (laughs) Yep. Like right uh, like now. Just, Give me drugs. I'm a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and then just oh, cracks one open and snorts it right in front of her. <laughs> yep. And yes. And he's walking on like God's mercy <laughs> on you swine to random airport people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he makes a note. He was just sick enough to be totally confident. And that again mm-hmm. does seem to be the thesis of their whole adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that has been fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Indeed. So, wow. Final thoughts. What did you think, Chris? Go. Was it what you thought it was going to be? No. No. <laughs> no. No. It no, wasn't. it wasn't at all. I mean, I figured it'd be crazy, which it was, but I was not prepared for this. For this book, <laughs> I, I'm still like, what, what the, what the H did I actually read here? But uh, yeah, it's definitely a fun fall down someone's drug psychoses. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, I, I, I really yeah. enjoyed like the psychology of it. Yeah, like, like, definitely. Like how again, how honestly he portrayed the thoughts of somebody who's just fucking out of their mind on drugs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And how how that changes depending on which particular combination of drugs you're on. Yeah. Yeah. Like it really validates my my decisions not to do these things. <laughs> so, I'm like I'll just See, stick with my normal approved drug, alcohol. It, so, it makes, that, that it gets makes me crazy and curious about some of them. Yeah. But we'll save that for another time. Yeah, that's right. our offline discussion. Yeah. But this could be admissible in court, so <laughs> you gonna go down to I am ayahuasca retreats. Not then? Planning on doing drugs. <laughs> okay, no one absolutely. does drugs ever. That's just, right. Just say no, kids. What even are drugs? That doesn't work. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> if someone but, um, someone comes up to you on the street and offers you a penal gland, just say no. <laughs> right. Please say no to that. Don't encourage that trade. <laughs> don't chew it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, people like. The results, I kind of get it, having worked with uh, people with drug dependencies before. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of makes sense a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, I understand now. 
you know, yeah. a little bit more. Like, I, I got the whole concept of addiction, but when it changes you that much, even for a short period of time, I understand why it uh, builds up in a person, so to speak. And yeah. why they want to keep yeah. doing that. Right. Especially when your life is shitty. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I mean, any time in life, but especially when your life is shitty. Yeah, especially <laughs> then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was surprised by just how funny it was. Like, yeah, you know, I've known it was trippy and weird going into it, but it was way funnier mm-hmm. than I thought. And like the yeah. like yeah, not overly. I thought it would. No, go ahead. I thought it would go over my head, honestly, since I don't have hard drug experience, that I wouldn't. Yeah get it going in but it that wasn't a problem at all right so i was kind of expecting more of like a train spotting which you know again the book mm-hmm. might be a lot funnier <laughs> and i might just be thinking of like certain scenes from the movie that ended up being depressing like the movie was not unfunny too but mm-hmm. just that kind of like um grim reality type of thing right this felt more like not as in your face satirical but yeah, just kind of clear-eyed about the whole uh, ridiculous kind of situation you find yourself in. Yeah. In that kind of a scene, but... I am definitely going to read this again, like, knowing the tone <laughs> going through it. Because like, it was a very quick read, so, like, it's something you could revisit yeah, and know. maybe understand it a little better, so... Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if I would ever read it again, but... Never say never. There's still plenty of time left. So, <laughs> right. It it has actually made me curious about his other books. Yeah, that's true. So, a little bit at least. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like reading through it, uh, his biography thing beforehand is like fear and loathing on the campaign trail. That sounds terrible. Right. But I would be interested <laughs> to see what his take take is on like what kind of shenanigans does he get in on that? Like, doesn't he follow the Nixon campaign or something like that? I don't know if it's that campaign. Is that the one? It's the same time period for his re-election campaign. I don't yeah. know if he's going one with of the, Nixon or the other guy, but... One, yeah, of the, one of the jacket quotes I saw on that book was basically, like, uh, some journalist saying, like, this is, this is like, pretty accurate uh-huh. as to, like, what it's like to be on the campaign trail as a journalist. Yeah. Okay. So it might be worth reading just for that. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. Something to add to the list for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the Nixon McGovern campaign in that one, but mm. I don't know if he was like embedded with one or the other, or just talking about it in general. So, mm. right. But, but um, yeah. So I guess our homework is to, you know go watch the movie. Yep. Yeah. So you know. Do wow, you know, we're there already. We're already there. There's only two sections oh, this time. That's true. I did kind of like that. Yeah. It's a nice quick. You know. I would also recommend, since I haven't looked up on Amazon, and I don't know how readily available Planet of the Apes is, uh-huh. investigating that. Because I got it oh, as a trade yeah. paperback like 10 years ago. So, Oh yeah, I do need to look at Just that. thinking ahead. It might be fine. There might have plenty of supplies. Yeah. Or used <laughs> copies available. But I know for a point in time, like when I was a kid and read it the first time when I was 13, back in 1996, kids, uh, yeah. it was, it was very hard to find then because it had been yeah. out of print since the 60s. But yeah. They brought it back with the Mark Wahlberg movie, so that oh, helped God. out. <laughs> that We're going to forget that movie. It's it's its own thing, sitting way over here in the far edges. Yeah. So, so all the others can be loosely connected yeah. to the first five movies. But I was looking yeah. at those the other day because I have to find a good combination of book cover and movie cover mm-hmm. for our thumbnail thing. And uh, yeah. it was challenging. Uh, yeah, it can be. <laughs> it was very challenging, so I'll have to take another look at that. But yeah, yeah. The good news is we're going to have a whole bunch of time to read coming up, so we can jump. Oh, right that's that's true. Jump right in. <laughs> oh man, because <laughs> the movie viewing is always a fun, easy time. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. All right. So <sighs> instead of what else is good, what else is keeping you sane during your um, quarantine? Uh. My Switch, because uh-huh. I just got wet last week, and then I picked up Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Got that, so I've got the new AC, uh-huh. and I've been playing Skyrim on it too, and I got uh, Assassin's Creed 3 for it as well. Nice. Nice. So, I like that's that a lot. Yeah, well I tried playing it on the Xbox a few years ago, and I couldn't get into it, but uh, 
this time around it's a little different and I got the controls down better so it's more becoming more enjoyable and I'm like finally I think I can get into it nice you know? I really liked it because finally finish it we got it on the Wii U and it had like the second mm-hmm. screen with all your stuff so you could switch weapons really quick Oh, that would have been helpful. And like a dedicated horse button, so you could call your horse whenever. <laughs> oh, that's especially nice. That's very good. Yeah. Dedicated horse button. <laughs> like you know, and it's weird because I, you never mm-hmm. know when you need to whistle that goddamn horse, and I don't want to stop down for that. Oh, all the time. <laughs> I have to try that one. I haven't played it. I played a little bit of Skyrim with the Joy Cons off. Yeah. And that's a little different. Like I'm not really into the swinging my arms all the time to use my sword. No, yeah. But it's kind of <laughs> neat having that functionality like that a bit, mm-hmm. having a little bit of interaction. Yeah, it's not that nauseating 3D version I have on the PlayStation. Right. <laughs> so that one I just couldn't. It makes me sick, so I can't play it. Yeah. But that's probably okay. How is Animal Crossing? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, as always. As always. It's yep. it's, it's so chill. It's Animal Crossing. <laughs> It's, you know, it's exactly like, what we needed right now. It really is, especially for a lot of people. Yeah. I always feel great after playing it. <laughs> Even though I do, yeah. like, I just go around and, like, dig up fossils and talk to people yeah. and collect things and pick up some weeds. And, and I'm like, man, this is this is really pleasant. Cause it's always got the nice, soothing music. Uh-huh. And it's just it's just good. And I like the new crafting system in it. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of helps me feel like there's a little more to do with it. I'm sure it'll get frustrating later on when I don't have a a, a recipe or something that I need. Uh-huh. But for now, it's it's nice because I can always have what I need. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like. I just have to gather supplies for it. But right. So far, it's good. It's like it's mostly the same because I've only played New Leaf before this, so it's pretty much the same as that. Uh-huh. But of course, the resolution, the graphic resolution is a little better. Right. And uh, it has that. New stuff in it, like I said, that crafting stuff. But right, and I've only played a little bit each day, but I'm already building a house. Uh-huh. I already got the museum building into a building from a tent, yep. so we're moving along. Nice. And apparently, we'll we'll be able to do more with the actual environment too. Yeah. Once they get further along, like building, changing it, and building up stuff and and whatnot, and so I'm looking forward to that. That's cool. Um, I don't think I'm friends with either of you if they have a system with that Nintendo, so we have to figure out how to visit each other. <laughs> yeah, there's codes or something you have to swap, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that works. We'll have to talk about that someday. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I was excited to go get it, but then Danielle's like, I don't think Target has it, and gave me the wink. I'm like, what am I supposed to know <laughs> that I don't know right <laughs> But she's apparently going to get it for, you? for the um, Easter baskets for the boys. So, oh, okay, so I see. They can both have a copy, so they don't have to fight each other to play it. Like, Perfect. Okay. So, who are you going to fight for their copy? That's a damn good question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Unless one's appearing in your Easter basket as well. Well, you never know. The thing, the thing that I heard is is that. Uh, like on on one system, you have to like share a village, basically. Right. Mm. So you will be you will be like cohabitating. Oh well, that's the thing uh-huh. though. Like the both of the boys have a switch light that they got from Santa Claus. So uh-huh. and oh, have nice. like not used at all. Like they still use oh. my version. Like <laughs> they're like, but mine's they all the way up there in the other room. Like. Right, and all well, my save data is, is on your version. And like, if you started, we can the first time that. you complained about this, starting on yours, you'd have your version caught up. Like, yep. Like I had to lay down the law about Stardew Valley. I'm like, this is only mine. Like, <laughs> I will put it on your machine, but you are not using my save file. Like, I'm sorry. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You've worked hard on that, sir. So they well, cannot fuck it up. But uh, yeah. I'm looking forward Especially to when Santa was nice enough to bring them their own Switch lights. I know. I'm looking yeah. forward to Animal Crossing and not having like the day go in five minutes because that's seriously mm-hmm. stress stressing me out. I'm like, I can't yeah. I can't fucking it do anything in, in here in one day. Like, <laughs> it is it is the opposite of that. It, very much so. Right. I'm sure I'll just be frustrated again. I mean, like I'll have to get up at like midnight to find sharks on the beach, but yeah, all right, yeah. So, what are you gonna do? I guess you gotta have to do yeah. it. Except AC life, my friend. Change your uh, system clock time. <laughs> I had to do that with my 3DS because, like, whenever I could play, it'd be the middle of the night and everyone be asleep. Mm-hmm. Change time zones. Wake him up. <laughs> Go in there. Wake him up. Talk to him. I want to give you my shirt. God damn it! Like, wake up. 
<laughs> yeah. Other Chris? Oh, man. I don't know if I mentioned this before or not. Uh, I, I've been watching a, a, a Chinese TV show on YouTube. Oh. Oh. It's uh it's it's really interesting. It's called it's called Joy of Life. It's got like uh some like elements of sort of uh historical fiction and, and kung fu movies and that kind of stuff mm. in it. Uh-huh. Um there's a lot of stuff that's like faintly reminiscent of uh anime to me. Yeah. Also. But like uh the, the basic premise of it is uh this this guy is like reborn from the modern world into this sort of uh ancient Chinese society. Uh-huh. Huh. And so he uses his like knowledge of his prior life to like get a leg up on everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's you know, it's a lot of like courtly intrigue and uh weird stuff going on. There's you know, there's romance elements and there's kung fu elements and there's just like some some uh really good humor hmm. in mm-hmm. it and overall i'd say it's really worth watching if if that's your kind of thing yeah it could be it's called what now joy of life joy of life joy of life on youtube yep. you can find it on youtube awesome to check it out google yes. it now <laughs> google google it yeah just be prepared because like in the first episode the guy's like he starts out as a kid uh-huh. and like as a kid his wig is pretty terrible <laughs> i and bet it is i i'd also uh fair warning that like uh the translation can be pretty rough yeah mm. occasionally mm-hmm. i think if you're used to that kind of thing like it's not that big of a deal right like you can figure it out but uh I think I think it might be very off-putting for somebody who's used to having like a very high-quality translation. Gotcha. Mm. So, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> so for my part, I've been like deep diving into children's literature or maybe YA literature the last couple of days because you know kids are mm-hmm. off of school, so we went to right. the Barnes and Noble and stocked up on a lot of stuff. Um, Perfect. Including the next series from Percy Jackson, because Levi and I finally finished Ooh. that series. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It turned out to be pretty good. Like, it's not Harry Potter, but it's also not, like, trash, so... Right. <laughs> if you kind of like that <laughs> like sort the, of fantasy, the movies. sort of Greek mythology... Well, not sort of, but Greek mythology type of stuff. I always kind of wanted mm. it to mean more that there was Greek mythology in it. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I wanted it to be more like, oh, okay, this has got you know Jason, so they're gonna go on a boat, and it's gonna be like the Argonauts and stuff, or this yeah. is gonna be like the Trojan War, and it's possible I completely missed it, but it, that never really landed in that series. Mm-hmm. But okay. we got the first book in the new series called The Lost Hero, um, and I was like. Levi had read ahead and it was telling me like, oh, one of the people from the other series is in there. I'm like, oh, cool. Maybe this is like a couple of years down the road. Mm-hmm. And like some of the people from the old series are like camp counselors now or something. But no, it's the next year. Um, and everybody from it is in it again. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. like, oh all right, I guess. <laughs> it's like <laughs> year three or four for school. Six. Book six. Okay. Yeah. So. So yeah, I'm like a little disappointed at that. I thought it was going to be more like, you know, um, Force Awakens type of situation where it's like old Percy Jackson mm. is there, but no. no. That could have been fun. <laughs> it's not the nope. Okay. So then we also watched the Percy Jackson movie for the first time. And that was fun mm-hmm. for a different reason. Like, <laughs> seeing Pierce Brosnan mm-hmm. as a centaur, like... <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fun. That's phenomenal. And um, I didn't realize... Um, it's that lady's name who played Annabeth... Alexandra Diodario. Alexandra Diodario. Yeah. 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 Like, I first saw her on True Detective, so that was a little jarring. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I've seen her in some other stuff. <laughs> but, but that but was Usually fun. some not-so-great, but okay rom-coms. Yeah. But we also picked him up, um, the first Artemis Fowl book, because oh, that cool. movie's coming out. Um, oh, boy. I don't know much about that. And on the way out, the lady at the register pulled me aside. She's like, um, I don't really recommend this for him. Like, it's maybe too much <laughs> for him. I'm like, oh, really? okay, Why? what do you mean? She's like, I don't know, it's just not his age group. I'm like, well, okay, I'll pre-screen it. Mm-hmm. So I read through it, and uh, it was fine. 
I guess. Like, yeah, it's a little weird. Is it too magicy? Is it not enough? God? I mean, I it's a, is that the problem? I guess what she was he's, concerned. He's about. a criminal. Yeah, he's not really know. a good guy. Like, there's not really heroes oh, okay. in this book, and some yeah. of the descriptions of the violence are maybe a little bit frank. Uh-huh. I guess, but I was like, you know, your kid. Though. Yeah, it's fine. Like, it's not, and you're there if he has questions. Yeah, so. like, listen, this is what it feels like to get get disemboweled by a troll. I'm sorry. Like, it's a fact. <laughs> everyone <laughs> you can't sugarcoat it. It's fine. You know, <laughs> you can't sugarcoat that shit. <laughs> but uh, I'm interested to see if that's going to be the focus of the movie, just that first book, because it doesn't seem like enough that they're going to roll a couple mm-hmm. of them together, maybe. Mm. Um, and then uh, I was reading through Holes, which uh, oh yeah, I did not realize is one of my, my favorite authors, Louis Sachar or whatever, who did mm-hmm. uh, Wayside School, and um, mm. another book I really recommend. Uh, There's a boy in the girl's bathroom, but like he's got mm. a really good understanding of like uh, middle school aged I guess boys and like young preteen boys and how they kind of interact with each other. And then it kind of ended up being like a lighter version of like uh, Lord of the Flies, told through you know prison <laughs> okay. camp where you just dig holes every day. But it was really good, and I'm liking it a lot. So, hmm. so yes, cool, 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 cool. All recommended. Some more highly than others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, we picked up the new Wayside School book, which is the first one in like 20 years. So. Whoa. We haven't gotten around oh. to it, but I'm excited to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, very nice. Yes. All right. Cool. I'm gonna hit stop over here. Okay, I'll hit stop as well. Okay, that was our session for today. As a reminder, your homework for next time is to watch the movie. As of the time of this recording in the United States, you can stream the movie for just less than four dollars. On YouTube, Amazon Prime, iTunes, Vudu, or Google Play. You might also check your local library, which is probably closed right now, but some of them, I hear, do offer movie streaming online. So it's worth a shot. To close things out, it's time for a few on-second thoughts. To the concerned lady at Barnes & Noble, really, I do appreciate that you took the time to try to figure out if I was getting my son reading material that was above his pay grade. I'd much rather have an unwarranted warning than let something slip past that would have upset the kid. Also, you had a bunch of nice suggestions, and my kids enjoyed chatting with you, so truly, thank you. I should also say that upon completion, Holes was a little closer to Shawshank Redemption than Lord of the Flies. Also, it was brilliant, great, crazy, but really well set up and paid off. The movie wasn't bad either, with or without Shia LaBeouf. Also, we finished Wayside School Under the Cloud of Doom, which maybe wasn't as funny as the previous entries, but still well written, well set up, and again, completely pays off. I just wanted at least one dead rat. Today's episode was delivered directly to the tarmac by Chris Chris Ham and Chris Other Chris Jacobson, edited by me, Travis Rowe, and sponsored by the Space Quest Casino. Now you can boldly go where thousands of tourists have gone before and immerse yourself in the Star Trek experience. You can fight the Borg or just hang out in Quark's bar talking about the price of latinum. But make sure you slingshot yourself around the sun fast enough to travel back in time to 2008 when the whole thing closed down. Until next time, keep fucking reading. time where do you live i don't remember <sighs> you have a like magic search bar you just type quick time into it i don't use that <laughs> okay it's right there you're right it is there <laughs> but i wasn't trained on that that didn't exist when i was learning how to use computers <laughs> uh, just give me quick time and
Engage, go. Don't you also have Siri on your laptop? Can't you tell Siri to do it? I have to, like, click on her, so I don't ever do that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could just tell her to be, like, you know. Like, find me Voice activated. Can I do that on my computer? I don't know. Yeah, it's in her settings. If you want your computer to listen to you all the time. Oh, maybe I said don't listen to me all the time because that's creepy. Yeah. Beam it back to headquarters. (laughs) Right. Right. Right, right. Okay, well, everything's set up. My audio is recording. Is it doing a thing? Yeah, it's doing a thing, but we can do a countdown to mark an official start if we want to or not. No, that's okay. So we we have officially been doing started. That. We have. We I know. Like I just thought time. if you wanted to. Turns out it's totally unnecessary. It actually is harder. Yeah. No, because uh, I just look at the little peaks. Mm-hmm. I just listen to where your recording starts and remember basically where it is, and then just manually sync it up. It's all wow! Good. There we go. It's all good. My God, that's fancy. Mostly it works. Are you doing shit, little thing? Yeah, you're doing shit. <laughs> I'm having my computer uh, back up right now, because I hadn't oh. done that in 103 days. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I should finally do that. Oh. Seems like an inopportune time to do it. <laughs> it attacks all the resources as much as possible. Oh, yeah. it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs>